Hello, yes, this is Danhausen here. Danhausen, bitches are for shooting the breeze with Bash and James Housen. Yes, a podcast, a wrestling podcast of some sort, based in the UK. It's quite nice. Danhausen's here to give you a very nice, valuable shout out of some sort. And also, you, Danhausen's wishing you the powers to knock out the breeze horse that is Warhorse in disguise, Danhausen thinks. He's not quite sure. But he also is uh, shooting the breeze with the breeze horse. So, you must defeat him. He's evil. Anyways, love that Dan Housen. Good luck. Hey guys, this is episode 95 of Shooting the Breeze with Bash and um, my with two With me, guests. James. Yeah, I actually forgot to kind of chime in there. <laughs> and uh, our special man, regular anyway now. So. <laughs> regular guest, how are we both? James Vaughan. How are you? I heard you had a bit of an injury. Yeah, a bit of a, a written off Achilles. From doing absolutely nothing. We went out on Friday to it's called Ibiza Proms and I was on crutches and my brother's in a wheelchair and we both got the exact same injury. Oh my God. Yeah, his is worse, so he actually had his uh he had his Achilles taken off oh, for an operation and then put back on <coughs> So he's suffering worse than me, but as a collective we were both hobbling around. The respective wives and girlfriends was uh what can I say? Barmaid, maybe. They was carrying the drinks for once. <laughs> fair, uh, fair play, but um, yeah, just uh, hope you heal up quick and kind of get back to you, yourself. And obviously, we've got, we got a trip to make soon. Yeah, I mean, the good old clash. Yeah, it's not far. No, it's not far. you think man. about it. Yeah. A couple of months of big wrestling. Me and Vic um, got tickets for DDT as well. Oh, yeah. To the hangar, I think, in yeah. October. Mm. Yeah, I heard yeah. about that. I want to get tickets to the New Japan show in London. I think it's That's in London. I, I booked it on a whim, and then I realised afterwards, I thought, oh, New Japan's gonna, meant to be in October as well, isn't it? So I thought it's going to be a... Yeah, that's not my birthday month, so I yeah. think I'm definitely going to... I think they're going to announce tickets after G1, but obviously we'll get into that in a bit. Um, yeah, but a lot's kind of happened since we've last talked. A shitload happened. Uh, Vince retired yesterday, well, Friday, I think it was. Like, yeah, I think it was like late Friday afternoon. It got announced. Yeah, and everyone was like, "Oh, I've been, what's going on?" I'm like, I don't know if to believe it or not. To be fair, like, no, I think it's legit. Like, well, it was, it was released today that apparently he's now under an official <laughs> federal investigation. So it sounds like he's got no choice other than he's had to. Yeah, the only way to protect the company. I think at this point, it's not so much that he's trying to protect himself. I think he's trying to protect the company and kind of what he's built. And I think uh, it's not good because if if the feds are involved, then it's never good. I mean, I read an article yesterday that so I mean, it's fourteen point six million of funds that he stated were his own, and that basically he didn't really kind of say where they went. But I think it's more leaning towards no, it was the business's money. In which case, you can do time for that. In, it's called in, in Bells, in Bells on Munch or something yeah, like that. Isn't it? Something like that, isn't it? So I just hope he used his own money, to be fair, because if he didn't, then he's screwed. And obviously, we all know fucking what happens behind the scenes in wrestling and this and that. And like, you know, sexual abuse shouldn't be taking part in any kind of form anywhere but 
I don't think it was sexual abuse. I think it's more... What, health money? Yeah, I mean, everyone knows what Vince is like. I mean, Jesus. I mean, just look at the 90s alone. You know, drug scandals, fucking paying people off. Like, this isn't new for Vince McMahon. It's just that it's a different culture that we live in now. And you've only got to do the slightest thing to get, you know... I hate the word cancelled. I fucking hate it. But it's that's basically it. I think, like... Personally, I think, like... Like he did the thing with fucking wearing the collar to court and there's nothing wrong with his neck. I'm like, I think when like if this this shit does blow over, I think like, you know, like he might be back at some some kind of form. But if he doesn't, then he's fucked. He'll always be the puppet master in the background. Yeah, but that's what I'm he's thinking. He's no longer yeah. gonna be the face of. Yeah, he's not the face, is he? This is just like moved his pawns into place. Exactly. Like, that's it, all it's, like, it's mad like that like, fucking Triple H got fired, had a heart attack, and fucking is back at work. Being head of creative is like, I'm like, fucking hell, man. I was like, hopefully, it makes it a lot better. I mean, like, Steph, Steph's kind of like, the, obviously, the figure of ain't she? She's like, you know, like, I feel sorry for fucking Chain out of all of it. Like, he got oh, a fucking worst of it all. He got fired, and then fucking all this shit happens with his dad, and that. Like, he's probably the one who snitched. He's the probably the one who snitched. Talking about family ties like succession. He just probably went to the Wall Street Journal. But it was bitter. I wouldn't be surprised. But as long as it... All, for me, all Triple H has to do is just open up his diary from 2019 and just recreate NXT Black and Gold. Bring up everything that was going on there and the main roster will be signed. They've got a lot of talent on there. I just hope that this PG-14 that it's, it's apparently transitioning to actually becomes... Legitimate, like I'd, I'd love them to bring back the hardcore title and have actual hardcore matches or stuff like that. I don't think they're going to go all and have like death matches and whatnot, but I don't think we're going to be getting bra and panties matches anytime soon. No, I don't oh. think so. I think we're way past that point. I mean, if you want to see it. that, you probably want to tune into some internet porn <laughs> or whatever. But, um, I don't think you're finding that. Like, I think there'd be like more suggestive content, like. I think it'd be more like, you know, NXT Black and Gold was. I think that was more like, it wasn't PG, it was kind of like more TV 14. Yeah. So, if it is going that direction, then hopefully it's good. Obviously, I'm really tuned in, like, really tuned into the product. Do you think under uh, Triple H and Stephanie that perhaps different superstars may perhaps get a push? For example, Champa. He's on Raw and they're doing nothing with him. Yeah, I think like the the NXT people who are still there, who is like kind of like golden, you know, whatever. I think like there's you might you're probably going to see him start popping up next week after SummerSlam. I think the slate gets cleaned after SummerSlam, you know. It's usually WrestleMania where they hit the reset button, but I think yeah, yeah right. I think it's going to be SummerSlam. I think the reset buttons like after SummerSlam after all this shit that's happened. I think like so who's running NXT? Is it just Shawn Michaels or is Triple H down there as well again? Isn't Road Dog still there? <laughs> no, I thought, I don't I thought it was Road Dog and Shawn Michaels wouldn't it? As a collective. Yes, but then like Vince used to be there as well, so that means like Triple H is head of creative. He's gonna be back down there as well, so. It'd be interesting. It just I like it's interesting to see where they go. Like, 
I know this like the signing of Logan Paul was quite big as well. I mean, like I'm not really the hugest Logan Paul fan, but like I'm actually interested to see Miz and Logan Paul at SummerSlam just as a match. But uh, I don't know what you think you guys thought of the signing. I think it was big for them, massive because he's a massive star. And to be fair, when he first went into WWE, there's a lot of reports that he was he weren't exactly the greatest to work with backstage. But apparently, he's been putting the work in. Apparently, he's changed loads. He's been putting the work in, and he's seen it from his match with the Mysterios. He was he was classing that for someone that's came in as a a non wrestler, so to speak. I think he was sound. He's natural athletic, so might as well build on it and see where he goes. Yeah. I, I did like Mizzy's, the shirt you sent me, like, as on the group chat about Mizzy's fucking pretending he has massive balls. I thought that was an interesting shirt. I thought that was a sign to like TV14 because you wouldn't normally put out a shirt like that, would you? Yeah, it's yeah. brilliant. I just hope that, he, hope that it works out. For me, I think it's just going to be a case of I just need to be a little bit patient because the changes that they're trying to implement aren't going to take place for probably up until WrestleMania. It probably fits in line with what? James said, just I imagine the reset button will be hit after SummerSlam. But I don't think you'll really see like the massive changes until further down the line, like a WrestleMania before it completely transitions into what Steph and Triple H want as their own kind of branding. But like James said, I think like you said as well, I think Vince is still gonna put strings behind behind the scenes. Yeah, and like I've just had that interesting time for the that company as a whole, I guess. Like, um, like the last major show they had that was Money in the Bank and I thought that was a good pay-per-view kind of like start to finish uh, I enjoyed the live cash in I thought that was a hey guys sorry about that I had to kind of run away it's alright don't you I think Rose just hurts her elbow and I was like oh god run I was just talking about you know when they signed Logan Paul I thought it was like it's an interesting signing and like Obviously, you can hide people's weaknesses in the tag match in it, and then like now the match that's coming up with the Miz, you really can see what you can do. Then. I don't think he's going to be around for long. No, I think it's one of those like you know dipping and out because he does yeah. a boxing thing and that as well. Isn't it? Like when everyone's like when he kind of did the promo like of him signing his WWE contract. I think a lot of people thought, "Oh my God, Logan Paul's now you know like a WWE superstar." It's like no. I reckon he's probably signed on for about three or four matches. Probably. Three or four matches, probably spanning through to WrestleMania. Yeah. I mean, that's one thing that I'll take from Raw because obviously, in this whole thing, he's the face, and the fans, like the the audience, are still just like, "Yeah, fuck you." Yeah, it'd be interesting to like see if they. I think like 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 Miz deserves that credit though. Like yeah. to be like that face in the match. To be fair, I think that's why the fans are kind of like against Logan Paul coming in because, like, I suppose we speak on it a bit later when we talk about SummerSlam. But um, yeah, I think um, like wrestling fans like will get behind a wrestler who's kind of like you know that they're you know, bust ass and putting the work in it. I mean, like, like we're talking about money as. Going on to money in the bank and like the live cashing, I mean, I thought that was perfect. Like, I think I called live winning that match. Yeah. Like that was just like the perfect cashing and the perfect moment for her as well because she's like busting her ass off for like several years and like like I the lower got, tier. 
I have got one thing because um, I read today that it looks like after SummerSlam, Brock's a goner, and so is Rousey. Maybe can live legit beat Rousey in a one-on-one match. Well, if she's leaving, then yeah. But that seems... It's a bit of a David versus Goliath. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love Liv Morgan. I think she's quality. I think she's improved. I think she's... But then, like, that gives her the stamp in it. You know what I mean? She needs that... She needs that... She needs that defining, like, stamping moment at a big pay-per-view, and it? Like, Money in the Bank, okay, was a big pay-per-view, but it was a cash-in, and it? It's not really a... Du- like, it, like, can you, like, you can't... The gripe is that Rousey was like, oh, you didn't beat me one-on-one, etc., whatever, and I was hurt, this and that, and you took advantage. So it's like, you know, she needs that stamp of, like, yeah, she, brought, she like, beat her formerly, like, you know, whatever she was, UFC or whatever, you know. MMA or legit kind of like um, badass like then and like um, I think like it should be Liv's moment Liv shouldn't lose the title that quickly especially if Rousey ain't staying around yeah no 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 I completely agree I just I don't know I just don't see how Liv can beat Rousey I I don't know it could be some fuckery around Nothing falling into a trap like they did with Brock to a degree, where they built Rose, Rosie built uh, Rosie up so strong. Now that you almost can't picture anyone being there, I wouldn't be surprised if it's. I don't know how she's far from fitness, or I wouldn't be surprised if someone like a Charlotte or a Bailey costs Rosie the match. Rosie goes her way, and then that's someone that's a little bit more believable as a victory for Liv Morgan. Bailey. Forward. I know she's rumoured to be back uh, or back at uh, SummerSlam. So I've got a feeling that there's going to be something. Something's going to happen. It's not going to be a straightforward one-on-one, but it's going to open up a programme then to allow Liv to have a more... It sounds horrible saying it's an achievable victory against someone like Charlotte or Bailey, but the way that they've been built with Ronda Rousey, I think it probably is someone that's a little bit more of a, an even matchup. Yeah. Yeah, I like... Uh... I didn't like the finish to the men's match. Like, I thought that was, like, fuckery on many levels, but I suppose we'll, we'll see what happens with Theory in, it, in the future now, because, like, you know, uh, the puppet master's uh, sitting, at, sitting at home with Linda screwing at him. But, uh, well, on Raw, everyone was... Because uh, Roman Reigns uh, referred to Vince as his daddy. He was like... And everyone started chanting... Uh, Who's your daddy? It was quite yeah. funny. But um, oh, there is a big question mark on where this leaves theory. Yeah, because it's supposed to be, you know, the future. Like, do we see him cashing in? Do we see a failed attempt? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's what I mean, because it's last man standing as well, remember. Don't wrong. I like, do you believe it or not, I like theory. I think he's that, like, smug and... Like it, 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 it just makes a good heel champion. He's got, he ticks all the boxes. Uh, he's Vince's. If he, if Vince was to literally three D print a wrestler, he is exactly what Vince would want. It's just whether he falls into that category. Where was he getting pushed too quickly? Like, like people were saying, no, oh, he's too small. It's like if you watch Raw when he's in the ring with Reigns, Theory's a big guy. Yeah, it's huge. 
like in terms of like stature and like his age as well. I mean, my God, oh, it's just oh, it's a weird one. Yeah, I suppose we'll get on to that in a bit. But I thought Money in the Bank was pretty much a decent pay per view. I thought like the Usos and the Street Profits were pretty pretty good match as well. That from what I remember, anyway. Um, yeah, on your board of seeing the Usos versus the Street Profits now. Probably, yeah, but like I suppose we're going to like tag team wrestling in a bit, innit? But like they haven't got they got anybody that's like a proper tag team, have they? So uh, their tag division is probably the worst I've seen in the last decade, maybe. Yeah, ten years, they've yeah. literally got two tag teams. Yeah, I'd like probably breaking up the street profits as well, the way you you were talking about it like when we pre when we pre-recording so yeah I've got so I don't see the street profits staying together too long so you think they break up at some that mate New Day are just doing goofy stuff they're not even you know oh. but then even the New Day versus the Usos was done to death there yeah. must, must have had about eight pay-per-view matches in a row mm-hmm. yeah I suppose I think Rich Holland and Butch should legit go for it because they need to do something with Butch He's just he's getting wasted. That's the problem. Oh yeah, he really is getting wasted. And I, I think they like I said earlier, and I think it's getting to a point now where the bloodlines probably becoming too dominant. Like, how long has Roman Reigns at the title for now? Over a year and a bit. Two hundred ninety days. It's over that. Oh no, I'm sorry, five hundred ninety yeah, days. Yeah, over two years now. So he, he's he hasn't had over two. He hasn't had over two years, but I think it's getting close to two years. Yeah, so he's probably going to break the record at some point because I can't imagine that he's not going to lose to Siri at SummerSlam. Not everything that's going on now. So I'd imagine he's going to hold that until WrestleMania. But then who does he lose it to? Brock again, and we just go around in circles like before. The only thing that I think that the only way they come out of that successful is if Seth comes away with the title. Or Cena takes the title off him as the and gets the, the record. That's the only way they're getting the talking point out because I think they've I like the fact that they've changed him and everything that's gone on. But it's just the, the two strong now. You can't ever see the Usos losing. You can't ever see him losing. And it's just like diminishing. But they're not pushing up a title, so they're not really like. Do we not think that there's a chance that Theory might walk out as champion at SummerSlam? I, I, said, like, well, I suppose we'll get on to it when we talk about SummerSlam in, in, the, in a bit um, we'll just go through it kind of all because I know he's got a match at SummerSlam as well isn't it? so yeah. I suppose we'll go through it in a bit I, I don't know if anyone caught Slammiversary I heard it was a good show but like, I haven't had a chance to watch it yet so. I haven't I watched know. it to be honest so I know AJ kind of did like a cameo video on that but, um, yeah he did the, the cameo I watched the um the Queen of the Hill match because I like the King of the Hill match when they do it and that was really good apparently it was a good show from start to finish um, all the reviews that I've seen I think people have said the same almost all the way through that it was one of their better shows yeah that's, that's it. I haven't least, seen yeah. it so I'm I had a chance to watch it I wouldn't like just uh, I heard it was good though I am going to check it out at some point I just I feel sorry for them because they're kind of like the red-headed stepchild like kind of like in wrestling and kind of like they do put on low key they put on like a load of bangers but uh you just kind of like it's because of the name has been that tarnished yeah, they're just getting they're getting swallowed up by the competition at the moment and that's their big problem yeah 
pretty much uh, Kushida is back in New Japan now in kind of uh, made his return a couple of weeks ago so, that's good yeah uh, I think it, they put him back in the junior division and that at the moment so but he said he wants to finish up with New Japan but he's staying in the States so he might be popping up on uh, New Japan Strong and uh, the like uh, pay-per-views that they do so he's travelling back and forth basically so he's not leaving the States so he might end up on uh, might pop up at AEW or something like that sooner rather than later so yeah I'm sad to see him go from WWE but um, he was very underutilised yeah, I suppose, like like I said, you know, um, he's, he's going to do the like, travelling back and forth probably, probably as a killer. But... I think with Kushida, I think WWE looks at it and was like, we can't give every Japanese wrestler that comes here the Nakamura treatment. So we're just going to, you know, make a little bit of fuss about him at first and then see how he gets on. And like, he had wicked matches, but I just don't think they knew how to use him. Whereas like Nakamura, when he came, he was like a phenomenon. He was like, you know, the biggest thing in the world. Yeah, kind of but thing. like fucking, where is he now? Do you know what I mean? It's a bit... He's happy though. I don't yeah. know. Like, I suppose that's the same with Kushida. Like, I think like, New Japan are doing a show on the Friday or Saturday or something. I think he's on the card. It's like, a, it's on fight. It's like... Nashville something and they got a lot of people on there like so I think that would be interesting New Japan show while the G1's going on as well they're kind of like they got like they're getting a good product in the US now as well as well as in Japan so yeah I would kind of check that out uh, I think it's Friday or Saturday or something like that someone or the other but yeah um Forbidden Door, probably one of the best shows of the year, considering all the shit that fucking happened. I'm like, well, seeing as every match got changed. Pretty much, yeah, from start to finish. I thought it was one of the best, one of the best pay-per-views of the year, from start to finish. I think Cesaro like, coming in as a surprise. I mean, it wasn't really a surprise to us. Like, we thought it was probably going to be Cesaro or Gresham, but... Yeah, I think like Cesaro coming there is kind of like I had a, this big massive run now. Well, in his first month in AEW, he's achieved more than probably the last two years of WWE. Which that's not knocking WWE. Um, I'm just saying that you know he's coming and he's had a couple of quality matches, and now obviously now he's a fucking. He's just won his first world title, but Jesus. Yeah, I suppose we'll speak about that in a bit. I thought like every match was at least four star quality. Yeah, there wasn't any, but there wasn't bad matches. It was a bit of a watching it live. It was a bit difficult to get through the last three, just because there was all like twenty minute plus. But the rest of the matches, there was quality all the way through. Like you can't fault anything. The Fatal Four Way was unbelievable. Like, I, I think the finish was a bit. I think both Fatal Four Ways were good. I thought Clark Connor showed up. I'm happy for Packard that he finally got a title in AEW. Yeah. Even though it's like some mid Atlantic, whatever it was, like some another fucking mid card title that I don't need. But um, yeah, I think the four way was good, and like, but the finish was clunky. So. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I think just the, the quality of the match. There was quite. Uh, I just I think I just don't enjoy matches. I've got Hangman Adam Page. I think I've just decided. And the. 
I just don't buy into him as a character. I don't buy into his... I, he's a good wrestler, but there's just nothing that lures me into him. And I just... I can't just switch off when he's on the screen or when he's involved in matches. I would have preferred it as a, a triple threat. I think the match was... I agree with what you said about Clunky, but... I also felt a little bit like... Not that he was out of place. I just think he was off the pace compared to how fluid the other three were each other. Yeah, yeah. Uh... It's like Hangman's entire title reign. All it all it showed me was the company needs Kenny Omega. Yeah, that's it. I don't know. I think everyone keeps hanging out like yeah, hat on Kenny Omega, and he's not. He's not there. Just deal with it. I think. He's back soon, though. Apparently. Apparently, yeah. People are saying that, but I doubt it. Mm. You know, until I see it. Until I see it, I'll believe it then. You know. Wouldn't say they necessarily need him, but what I will say, um, in kind of agreeance with what James just said, I feel like when they haven't got someone like him or MJF or CM Punk or Jericho, because he's off doing other bits and pieces at the moment, it really exposes their kind of writing side of things yeah. compared to what you'd expect. Because then you haven't got people that are just going to freeboard it and create gold out of nothing like the people I've just mentioned. I feel like that's when it starts to expose their kind of lackluster creative approach. Especially when you've got people like Brian Punk and that lot injured as well. Yeah, you've got all, like, that's a big main event. Like, where, where the hell is MJF? Is he, like, legit going? Because, I mean, I've read lots of different articles. Fuck knows. Don't know. Don't know what he's doing, though. Like, it's yeah. so bizarre. Yeah, no. And what do we think? Do we think he's, like, done with the company? But if so, is Tony Khan going to grant him his release? I don't see that happening. But if he makes him ride out his contract, that means that you're not going to see him on television or anything for two years. And then will that kind of... All that buzz around MJF, will it still be there in kind of two years? It's weird. I don't know. No. It's like a lot of people have, like... That if we're going to like death before dishonouring a bit, but yeah, I don't know what's going on with it. But like, to be fair, I can't like everyone was rumbling before Forbidden Door happened, and like, they pulled off a fucking they made like a fucking lemon, they made lemons out of lemonade, really. Like, or whatever they're saying is, they made lemonade out of lemons, or whatever it was. It was like it looked like a shit show at the beginning, and then they pulled off one of the best shows of the year that includes the pre show as well. Yeah, pre show match was decent. I'll give him that. No, I give him like the whole card from top to bottom. I didn't. There wasn't a match for me that was like below four. No, I think Osprey and Orange was like the highlight of the night, personally yeah. for me. I'm always surprised by Orange Cassidy about how good he is. Because you forget, because it was gimmick, you forget how good a wrestler he actually is. It just keeps it low key, but Osprey doesn't have a bad match with nobody. Yeah. Like, I'll tell you that now. I don't think he's, he hasn't had a bad match all year. He hasn't had anything below four, four and a half this year. Like, every, anywhere he's been, UK, United States, Indies, fucking mainstay, AEW, or like coming on to the G1, I don't think he's had a bad match at all. But yeah, sorry. Their roster, their roster depth is just outrageous. Yeah, like yeah. People they've got that they can bring in at a drop of a hat. I do think they need some cuts, though. 
I do think they're getting to a point now, like you just mentioned, with the Mid-Atlantic title, it's another title that they don't really need. I completely agree. I think they're getting to that situation. If you can remember WWE a little bit, coming out the back end of the Attitude Era, and they had the US title, then they had the Intercontinental title, they had the Tag Team title, they had the Hardcore title. They had all these titles that were knocking around, that was kind of filling in gaps. It didn't really give anyone a chance to do anything other than be a part of one of them scenes, and then eventually people just get attached to a title. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think like, uh, I suppose he's met about a few people about like requesting their release. Obviously, we'll speak about it in a minute. I like, uh, I just watched like Death Before Dishonor. I thought it was one of the better pay per views as well. From um, like it was, for me from start to finish, it was a really good pay per view as well. And, like every match was kind of like meaningful. And obviously. To me, it didn't feel like it went too long, you know, like an AEW pay-per-view goes on a bit too long. Yeah. Whereas that was like three hours solid. And like every match had this breathing room. Like, uh, my highlights were like Small Joe, Jay Lethal, Roosh versus Dragon Lee. Like, I think Roosh is in the title match tomorrow in AEW, but Roosh versus Dragon Lee was great. Um, the six-man titles was a good match as well and like um the main event like FTR versus the Briscoes I think that was like that is probably the tag team match of the the, the decade like the, the past 10 years if you haven't watched it like two out of three falls I suggest you know, you, you call about like 40 45 minutes or something like that to watch that match because it was like better than the first match and the first match was a classic as well so yeah. I've not actually watched any of it yet um how big's the crowd? The massive. It is massive. It is packed, bro. It's like a proper okay. arena, arena. And it is packed. I just hope he doesn't keep it as, like, this side piece thing. Yeah. You know, I hope he makes it, like, a proper thing and gives them TV and, like, kind of, like, runs well, it as a separate entity instead of, like... You know how, like, NXT is? Oh, yeah, fucking Wheeler Utah versus Daniel Garcia was fucking incredible as well. They had Regal on commentary for, like, the Blackpool Combat Club stuff. Well, I met, um, um, I did watch the media scrum, um, and Tony Khan did make a comment about uh, Ring of Honor. I think it's it it is going to be on an American. I think some kind of deal's been done, so it is going to be aired on like an American um, channel. Because um, it did get asked, like you know, obviously you bought Ring of Honor, you've got AEW. What are you going to do with it, kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. And he did make a point of saying it. So, but I just say, like, for all the shortcomings of Tony Khan, he fucking knows how to put on a major show. Like you're talking about big shows, he kind of like knows how to pull it off. That's two big shows in like the space of about a month or whatever. That but he's fucking knocked it out of the park. Like, it's two like different products as well. So I didn't like his uh, tweet that he sent out literally like half an hour after Vince re- like retired, and he referred to himself as the longest tenured, um, like wrestling company owner because obviously Stephanie got put in charge, and obviously she's only just begun. So technically, he is the longest tenured now. And I was like, "There's no need for that, mate." Like, no, but- if it weren't for Vince McMahon, like fucking Tony Khan wouldn't be there. Uh, just like you know, it's just pop charts in it, but like it's just one of them. I think like uh, of the people sending out the memes of Vince being all elite and all that stuff was fucking funny as hell. And my my tweet was like bad as well, to be fair. 
correspond my tweet was like um, WWE wishes you all the best in your future endeavors like for the amount of people they find like so you know at the end of the day like you knew he was going to take pot shots but it's just one of those things and yeah like like big shows like at this moment in time like I prefer like fucking what I, what Tony Khan's doing to what um, WWE is doing to be honest that's just my opinion WWE needs to change like now now is the opportunity it was never going to change while Vince was in charge I mean you know what CM Punk's pipe bomb from years ago he was right nothing's going to change until Vince McMahon was gone obviously he said it in a different way so now is your opportunity Vince isn't there Stephanie's got the helm Vince um, Triple H is back if you are ever going to do something, now's the time. Yeah, this... Or if you're ever going to do something with different wrestlers, you know, it's... I think that's why I said SummerSlam feels like a reset, isn't it? So... It could be. I mean, you know, all right, Roman Reigns was Vince's boy. Austin Theory, Vince's boy. Okay. Maybe Stephanie's got a preference. Maybe Triple H, just, you know, he's going to have more of an input. You know, um, is Finn Balor finally going to be utilised properly? Is Sami Zayn finally going to be utilised properly? Is Nakamura going to be utilised properly? Are they going to do something with Champa? Um, you know, there's loads of there's there's so many opportunities like going forward now, and I really hope that they do it all, and it's not just Vince going, to Stephanie, do this, do this, do this. Because then it's just a missed opportunity. Don't know, really. All I'm going to say is, if you haven't watched Death Before Dishonor, I would recommend it as a well worth watch. Because if you're just going to watch the main show, it's like three hours, so it's not long. And it just flies by, you don't even realise it's three hours, like with every match on the card. Even the, min- the women's match was really good as well, like Serena Deeb and Mercedes Martinez knocked it out of the park as well, so... There wasn't a match for me below four stars. I'm just glad Claudio is finally a world champion, even if it is the Ring of Honor title. Yeah, everyone's talking about this Gresham thing with him leaving and like. Pretty interesting. Yeah, apparently he had a go at Tony Khan, didn't he? And um. I don't know what the full rumors are, whatever. But. Oh no! Backstage, he basically just cussed him out bad, and then just left. So I think he's no longer with the company. <laughs> no, I don't think he's no, no longer with AEW or Ring of Honor, but I think he'll find a home somewhere because he's that... He'll land in impact. As a, as a wrestler, he's that good of a wrestler. How tall is he? He's I know not that tall, that's the like... problem. He's about like 5-something, five 5-2, five 5-3. Five I was going to say, he's like... But his technical skills are like... Like, bar none, like... He's one Do you reckon that's somebody WWE would be interested in, or...? It's his size, and maybe... Maybe if Triple H is not the hell, maybe. Oh my god, he's going to head towards Japan, personally. Yeah, I think, like, New Japan would probably... So if he's gone from AEW, they'll probably sit clinging him. As a future, probably... Probably put him in the junior division at first. Yeah, to go for it. I know he's best friends with Chris Brooks as well. They had a tag team back in uh, Progress and British Indies. Yeah, uh, but I know he's like he's married to Jordan, so Impact probably places probably gonna land. 
Which would be a big a get for impact. It's like he's like uh, he he's a really good wrestler. So I just hope he like lands on his feet basically. You know, and to be fair, he did carry the title with dignity. You know, he was taking it all over the place before Tony Khan. Purchase Ring of Honor was in England defending it. Impact, GCW, all those things. So, I think I think he feels a bit slighted because of that. Yeah, which in a sense. I can understand. Like, you know, you're keeping the name above a company that was going about to go bust, and then you kind of get disrespected like that. It's a bit of a and the finisher is a bit clunky as well. I'll be honest. It was Cesaro normally does a different finisher, so. Uh, I'd have to want to get rid of the match early or whatever. You could tell like it was a bit, like it was a bit early. It was a bit rushed because like the confetti came out a bit late. I'll put it that way. So yeah, but Regal on commentary was quite fun. Like, mm. like Regal was like amazing on commentary. Like just hearing his like pearls of wisdom and stuff between that match and the Garcia and Utah match was like pretty clever. And I think they're setting up FTR versus Claudio on Utah for a tag team match. But obviously the Briscoes are signed to they've got a long term deal with Ring of Honor now as well. So who knows well, who if they turn FTR up on Briscoes, the Briscoes, the Briscoes, um, FTR, FTR won, didn't they? Yeah, but like you have to watch how it went down though. Like it was just like I can't describe it. I, it was just like if you're talking about like one of the it's not. I want to even class it as one of the best tag matches of the year. It's like probably one of the best tag matches of the past ten years. So, like, and it was in the main event spot as well. And like, the it's just the way it was, the story played out. It was like like pure like a pure symphony, of that like, violence and destruction and just like, just the way it was done. Like, you have yeah, to, you might need to send me the thing again. You're gonna have. You're gonna have to try and find it somewhere. Somebody's probably put it up on YouTube or something. Nah, it's not up yet. So, Wait, you've got it on the USB, and you got it on your MacBook. No, I think, like, the version I got was a bit funny. Let's just, put, let's just leave it at that. Okay. Like, so you're probably going to have to scout it out. No worries. But, yeah, I just, I can't give him enough praise. And the promo at the end from, like, like, um, Dax and Cash was just like one of the best. It was just a heartfelt promo. So I know he's been doing great promos recently. And like, um, they're going to be, FTR's going to be on the New Japan Nashville show. And I think they're going to be traveling to Japan, probably G1 finals, I think. After that, so FTR's are about all over the place. Actually, I don't want to be getting, in, I don't really want to get in trouble. When I said a link, I meant a YouTube link. <laughs> I want to yeah. point that out. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know where it is. Like, if you can find it, if you, but if you probably somebody's put it up somewhere by now. I know, I want a legitimate link like YouTube. Yeah, it's probably there been a goes. couple of days. Leave it at that. It's been a couple of days now. What, Saturday, Sunday, Monday? What is it? What's up, highlights? Is it Tuesday? It's Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. yeah, so it's been about four days. So I think somebody would have put it up. But yeah, the G1's going on as well at the moment. So, yeah, I've kind of like tuned into like the first two days. And like my highlight matches were Zack Sabre Jr. versus Kenta. And like Osprey versus ELB. I think them are the two like um, 
like for the first few nights they were some of the, the best matches of the G1 like ERP and Osprey just got like incredible chemistry and then um, Zach versus Kenton was just like one of the stiffest like and like trash talking and like just just like incredible that like, both of them uh, it's kind of like it's, it doesn't finish till the end of the month actually so it'll be interesting to see who's in the finals because nobody's really can call it because there's four blocks in it so they've got semi-finals and they've got finals uh august sometime like in, in the middle of august like 17th or 18th or something like that so it'd be interesting to see where the g1 goes but then whether like for, if you want to watch some matches from the first two nights like if you got a spare like hour i think then would be the two matches to kind of find and check out for like uh, the g1 but um yeah uh we'll do the SummerSlam preview now i'm just gonna find the card uh, yeah, I've got the card. Um, we're all going to do a £10 thing, yeah? Yeah. No chucking in yeah, go on, whoever gets the most uh, right. We'll do our predictions. Shall I go from the bottom of the card to the top? Whichever. Or shall I go from, like, down, like, from, like, 1 to 9? Yeah, I just yeah, do 1 to 9. Keep right. it simple. So, I'm just going to remember who's, like... Putting what for what matching? I'm going to get my notes up on my phone so I can uh, make a list now. Yeah, so I'm making a list. Are you going to make the list or something? Um, it's up to uh, you. Uh, I, I can do it. So. Yeah, so, yeah, do you want to do it? I can't even find my notes. On yeah, my phone I can do it. So, uh, you got Reigns versus Brock. We're all going to be Reigns, yeah? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go Reigns as well. Do you think there's a cash in? Um, I don't know, and I feel that as though if there is, it's going to be a failed cash in. But I. That's the X factor, isn't it? So we got a factor. Can we in do it. like an extra? Ugh. Yeah, like an extra. Yeah, that's why I'm just putting it in brackets now. So you get right. Keep it a separate. So you got Reigns versus Brock. So yeah, yeah we all pick Reigns. Yeah. And let's say. If you believe that there's going to be a cash in, then you get an extra point. Okay. So I believe there's a cash in. Yeah, I believe that there'll be an attempt. Yes. Yeah, I think there's going to be. I think there'll be a successful cash in. That's what I'm going to throw in so there. So you're saying yeah. successful cash in? Okay. Yeah, go on. Successful cash in. I think successful cash in as well. Okay. Thanks, the Brock. <laughs> okay, so all of us are saying that. Yeah, we got. Yeah. A- Pat McAfee versus Happy Corbin. McAfee. Yeah, McAfee, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be McAfee as well, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. I think Corbin could take the loss, in it? Yeah, so all of us are kind of picking McAfee, yeah? Yeah. Let's put it into my notes now. So uh, Lashley versus Theory. Yeah, I think Lashley, Lashley retains, yeah. Because he's like, more of the same, actually. Oh, does he retain? Yeah, I've got, I've got to say Lashley as well. He's going to force him in the time. Yeah, because he's got them. thing he's got... Do you think Theory's going to carry the money in the bank briefcase and... But like, by the end of the show, he's got the US title, title and on both yeah, heavyweight yeah. belts. Do you Jesus. think that happens? <laughs> yeah. Vince's parting gift is that... <coughs> 
He wants his boy to have everything. Yeah, maybe, yeah. You don't know. Boy leaves. See, that could happen though. Nah. Okay. Lashley's a strong US champion, to be fair. So. Got... I'll go with Lashley. Alright, we'll be all picking Lashley, yeah. Then you got the Usos versus Street Profits. Usos, yeah. And we're calling the breakup, yeah? Uh, is it for both tag belts or is it just. Yeah, the both tag belts. Yeah. Mm. I'm calling Usos and then the, the Street Profits breakup. Yeah, that's not a bad shout, to be fair. To be fair, I haven't watched the product, but that's what I'm thinking. I'm going to go Street Profits. Oh, yeah. Just on the okay. basis that they, they can't keep giving the Usos wins all the time in mm-hmm. every pay-per-view, in every match, every main event. They win everything. At some point, they've got to do it. And I think I'm going to go the opposite way. I think that the Usos are going to lose. And I think Brains is going to lose his title as well. And I think the bloodline's going to be on the ropes. Okay. Me and James say Usos and you say Street Profits, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Profits. Yep. Ronda versus Liv. We're all saying Liv, yeah? Liv. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna say. Well, I think it's gonna be a DQ. I don't think anyone's gonna get a win, but I'm gonna go with Liv. Okay. Da, da, da. Riddle versus Rollins. This is interesting. Riddle. You know, I'm giving it to Riddle as well. I'm gonna say Rollins. Oh yeah. Okay. I'll I think Riddle's that. taken too many L's recently. Yeah. I think Rollins has as well. Lost all three to finger. Uh, that's true, actually. I think he's. They've got to give him something. I always think. I always think long term that Rollins is going to be world champion whether he takes it off Roman Reigns at Wrestlemania or whenever or whether he, whether he goes into a program with um, Theory Theory he's, he's a he's a Triple H guy he's always been a Triple H guy he's, he's his boy so I've got a feeling that at some point he, he can't take another high profile loss especially not after he's lost three in a row to Rhodes I think it's, I think they're going to start building him up to be in the main event picture again I think I think I've got a feeling Cody's back on uh, Friday on SmackDown. Doing what though? No, I reckon he's just going to be there to give an update or whatever. Okay. Uh, da, da, da. <coughs> Bianca versus Lynch. You think you think Bianca gets a revenge back from last year? That's not. No, I'm going with Lynch because I, I think that Bianca's a. Yeah, I'm going for with Bianca. I don't know why. I think she gets a revenge from last year, so must not. I'm going with Lynch. Okay, so I'm going to put me, Bianca. You're saying Becky. This yeah. is a pick on many. So, like, if you talk about long term storytelling, then Bianca really should get a win back, but it's one of them, minute. So. Mine's going to be a very, very blunt reason. But I'm going to go Bianca and I'm going to go just because of diversity. Okay. I think with the way that like they've been ripped apart recently, I think they'll have to. Okay, and so Fisher, you're saying Becky? Yeah, I, I think she's... Yeah. 
I think I might have shot myself in the foot there. It's one of those, though. Like, to be fair, if, like, I'm just thinking about a storyline perspective. Like, like, are they doing that dissension of Becky Lynch, any? Like, kind of like losing everything and going crazy and this and that. And I think they're going to drag that out to a WrestleMania. But you never know. Steph might be calling Becky. If you don't know. Like, so this one, that one's really just a pick up. Like, I know I've seen it a hundred times before, but like, storyline wise, Bianca needs to get a revenge from last year and from that like, 30 second whatever loss she took. Yeah, Bianca Squash, but, but you can see Becky winning the title because of that dissension story and whatever. It's like the second biggest pay per view of the year and whatever. You know, it's it's a fifty fifty. So either way, like I wouldn't be too, too miffed about it. Like Logan Paul versus the Miz. You know, I'm picking the Miz. I want the wisdom win, even though I don't like fully like him. Just on the off chance. Like, I'm I'll go with Logan Paul. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna take Logan Paul as well. No, I'm gonna take Miz just to be different. So you're saying Logan Pauls, yeah. So, the last match I've got on here is the Mysterios versus the Judgment Day. Huh, no DQ tag team match. Do you think this is where Edge comes back and helps out Ray and Matt? Yeah, I've got a feeling it's going to be... I'm saying the it's so, Sorry, the Mysterios win because Edge comes back and interferes. Yeah. Actually, no, wouldn't that make if so? If, if he caused a disqualification, doesn't that mean it's, the no, DQ, it's no DQ? It's no DQ, it's no DQ, it's no DQ. No, it's like a neutral or like you know, like a Mexican neutral or tag match. So Edge can come and fuck him up. So I don't think it's going to be the bloodline losing, but no, I it's think... a mysterious versus judgment day. Somebody's taking a clean ping for. It's probably Damien Priest that's going to take the pin. See, they've got Rhea Ripley in it, so Rhea's going to cause some like distractions or whatever, and then Edge is going to turn up somewhere. That's what I'm thinking. I'm going with the Judgment Day, and I think this is where Dominic turns on Ray. Okay. Uh, um, what, do you, what do you say, Judgment Day? Yeah, I'm going to go with Judgment Day. I and think Dominic, Dominic turns on Ray. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Judgment Day as well. Okay. Let me just put this put. If that doesn't happen, I've got a little bit of a feeling that there's gonna be a double return, that Edge is gonna return, and then someone else is gonna to return to lead the Judgment Day. Yeah, but you already got a feeling that. Like, how many times are you gonna do it? That's the weirdest thing. Like, why would you put Finn in there and then just kind of like. Like kind of fuck it off. Like, fuck well, who it. do you think the other return's gonna be? That's the problem. I think maybe it's just I'm hopeful. Maybe I'm just hoping that they're gonna bring the fiend back, which is never gonna happen. But yeah, I think it'd make more sense for Edge to return with the fiend because then Edge has a new little dark faction, and then you get the um, demon versus the fiend. Yeah, and then you could have you could have a, a triple threat match, and couldn't you? you could have um, throwing Alexa. Yeah, or Tamina. If she's, not doing anything. if she's not doing anything I feel like she deserves to be there 
They won't put her in the bloodline, and I'm sick of the way that they're treating her. Yeah, well, she actually needs to be in the bloodline, to be fair. They should be. But part, no, side, she actually is part of the small bloodline, though. Yeah, but joke side, I think, I think Alexa fits that bill. I think, exactly, I think that's just, that's more fantasy booking, isn't it, for Edge? The Fiend and then Alexa to create their own little faction. Yeah, I don't think Bray, be, Bray Wyatt is coming back. I'd love it. I'd be all for it, but I don't think so. I don't. See, I don't see fucking no. You got Bray. You know what? I've been the regime change. You never know. You never know. The regime change. There could be a lot of uh, talent who perhaps left because of. Um, issues with Vince that maybe you know do come back, do return. Maybe, but a lot of the talent is fucking signed everywhere else. <laughs> no, no, I know that, but I think there's. I think ninety percent of fucking black and gold in fucking AEW. <sighs> um, it's like Braun Strowman. I know he's doing his. Um... He's doing a thing with EC3. I don't even know what it is. Some. It's fucking... that controlling out narrative. It's some fucking Fight Club ripoff or something like that. Like, I don't even know. Like, I haven't even seen it on like anything, or don't even know if it's on TV or whatever. So. I haven't seen anything of it um, anywhere yet. I'll tell you what, I've seen just going off topic slightly. Um, Ric Flair's last match, including the Starcade stuff. So yeah, yeah, it's on Starcade, yeah, yeah. It's on Andrade, isn't it? With Andrade, and I think Lee Hall's part of the match as well, isn't it? With Jeff Jarrett. But yeah. I think Jeff Jarrett refereeing one of the matches. Yeah, Jeff Jarrett told did Jeff Jarrett come out the other day slagging Ric Flair off. Isn't he like isn't he refereeing the Usos and the the Street Profits match? Yeah, at SummerSlam, which is weird because he's got literally no affiliation with either of them two couples. Yeah, so like he's doing Starcade and then he's doing that. It's like Jeff Jarrett's getting that money. Oh no, yeah, yeah. fucking get paychecks in it. I know, yeah, it's like, fuck me, something happened, like, you know, he's just come out of the woodwork, we're like, yeah, I did, but... <laughs> Recuperate the money he lost from that pyramid scheme that he had, the 24-carat gold one that he had when he was part of Impact. Or GCW, or no, Global Force. Yeah, that's one, sorry, yeah, Global Force Wrestling. GFW, Global Force Wrestling, Jesus Christ. It's one of them, I think we've done that, I think we've covered everything, so... I'll, uh... I should pretty much hopefully watch SummerSlam Sunday night because I'm working Sunday day, so I'll tally up all the scores. And... Is it this Saturday? It's Saturday, so, yeah, it's Saturday, it's Saturday. Yeah. Actually, oh, did I think it? I thought it was the, um, the 14th for some reason. No, man, it's just Saturday. Mate, it's gone really, like, gone under the radar. Yeah, mate, things are going <laughs> fast, mate. By the time next month comes around, we'll be at a clash at the castle. So, yeah, we're in August yet. No, we're not. We're not in August. Yeah, August next week, bro. Yeah, so, but Classic Castle's less than six weeks, are I? Not even that. It'll be four weeks when August comes around, so. Best get, best get ready. I know, yeah. So, I best get the brakes sorted on my car. So I need to get sorted. <laughs> I need to get your ankle sorted. <laughs> then your brakes. I'll so, rest it. I'll yeah. rest it on the. Uh, I need to bang out some overtime. I know, you're telling me, yeah. I'm going to be there. Just put it that way. I need to bang out some overtime. One way or another, I just hope the fucking... Get some merch money. The trains don't go on strike or something like that. Then the roads would be fucked. It'd be sad. A lot of people would be travelling down by train. 
Yeah, a lot of people will be travelling. Do you let them travel while traffic? It means there's going to be less traffic for me when we're driving. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> I said I just hope they don't go on strike. I've got, like, my cousin works with the train line, so I know when they're going on strike, because he said something about August. So, hopefully they just do all the strikes in August and leave the beginning of September. But yeah, that's enough of uh, my uh, travel woes. Um, but yeah, I think if we leave early enough, it should be alright. Yeah, it won't take very long to get there. I think James has been in my car before. I'm not the slowest of drivers in the world, but... No, you're pretty... Uh... Yeah, so okay. about, what, 12, I say leave about, if we leave about, what, 11 o'clock? Yeah, get there early and let the, I, I want to be there to build the atmosphere up. Yeah, yeah, I'd say leave between 10 and 11, and then what is it, a three hour drive? Oh, it's not even close to that. Maybe less than that to the Millennium Stadium. Probably looking at closer to two. Tell you oh, that. okay. Yeah, Tell you it's, 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 it's not, it's, it's closer than you think. It's literally, it's almost just sideways. Cool. Uh-huh. I'll leave it at 11 then. Yeah, but um, I'll leave it about anyway. I suppose we'll uh, probably come back next week. Yeah, the... um, so we've uh, not really been around all that much really and we did miss quite a lot. So I think, yeah, definitely get us to do a show uh, sooner rather than later. And obviously we've got to go through our SummerSlam uh, results. And... Uh, in hindsight, I've got a feeling that I may have lost a tenner because of uh, Bianca Blair. But never mind. Yeah, but... That's t- what it's all about. Like, today's, like... Actually, tomorrow's Dynamite card's not too bad, actually. The fight for the four, and you got Dan Housen versus Ricky Starks on that card. Just, like, leave it at, like... The, like oh, that. yeah, it's for that FT. Yeah, whatever it is, but it's good, it's good to see Dan Housen just go for a title, and it? I think Roosh versus Moxley would be quite good as well. Because, like, if you haven't seen Rusha, like, on the big stage, like, he is actually a really, really top-notch, like, luchador wrestler. Like, I think he's, like, I think he's leagues above Andrade. So, like, putting him in the main event match with Moxley is pretty interesting. I feel so and, sorry for Andrade. And you got Brian versus Garcia as well, which should be a good stiff technical yeah, match. So, yeah, I think uh, tonight's fight for the fall then should be pretty decent, actually. Like, I know they got all out at the end of September as well, I think. So, their pay-per-views are fucking coming thick and fast as well. So, yeah, there's a lot going on and G1's going on, so I need to catch up on that as well for a full fucking five nights behind. So, we'll leave it at that. Um, Thanks for uh, joining me again. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, and I'll, uh, I might see you in a little bit to grab some food. Always a pleasure. I'll see you in the next one. Yeah, take care. See ya. Good to see you, lads. Bye. Bye. Bye.